everybody, welcome to the Goblin Beat, Goblin Gaming's podcast. We are here tonight playing the Spelljammer campaign. We played it last time, hope you enjoyed it, it was a lot of fun. I raged even though I didn't need to, just because I wanted to, because I'm playing Dong Dong. He's the Barbarian, Path of the Beast, Plasmoid. So like a big, like kind of like a gelatinous cube sort of thing, I guess you would you'd say so sort of similar to that so i can change shape and do all kinds of crazy stuff it's fun anyway uh also join us tonight we got jesse playing colonel mustard he's a hippo who shoots guns at things yeah yep colonel spicky mustade uh of the ranger persuasion likes to pew pew with the muskets and pistols he was, he was complaining last time that um, Torque's fizzle stick, played by John, had had messed with his rifle. Yeah, yeah. He told me he enhanced it, but uh, kept missing everything. <laughs> and uh, Torque's is sketchy like, work uh, by our artificer over there. Yeah, automaton artificer, right? Yeah, auto uh, autonome. Autonome. Yeah, but uh, but it was most definitely user error. You didn't click that button right. It just goes to show you can't enhance your rifle. Got to work with what you've got. <laughs> and that nugget of wisdom comes from Alan, who's playing uh, the drunk monkey monk. Learn Miller time. time. Yeah. That's yes. a great name. It's, it's, it's a pretty good a name. A dozy monk of the... Uh, drunken uh the drunken way <clears throat> that's that's me i uh i like to move uh, my monastery studied continuous motion and that is my ideal my ideal state is flowing like water through life or, or like beer. beer yeah yeah and ben's here he's playing a bug named gus yeah he's got a god it's called kagan and everything he summons is insect. It's about all there is. Nasty. Nasty. That's what it is. He's also seven foot two, which I can't believe I made him that tall. That's huge. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a real big bug. He's definitely compensating for something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bunch of little arms. So. <laughs> I just figured his back legs probably are folded up double most of the time, so he's only like 5'8". But so stands in Bennett height. If you, uh, if you zoom in on, on his picture, he really does have little tiny arms coming out of his chest. I like they it. can hold they can hold weapons with the light property, so I can just give them knives. It's a touchdown pass for each arm. Swing them. Okay. That's enough of that. All right. Uh, are you done doing introductions, Matt? Uh, well, I was going to introduce you. Uh, Danny's here, and I was going to say I feel bad for you because you're having to corral uh, what's usually crazy people, but now we're like even crazier because these crazy ass characters we're playing. Mm. So good luck with that. Well, last time we played, uh, you fellows were all hanging out on on your well. Some of you it was your home planet. Most of you it was just some planet you were stuck on for one reason or another. And it got uh, a bunch of giant crystal vines started shooting out of it, and you escaped on a spell jammer 
with uh, Captain Sartell. The Moon Dancer is the name of the ship. And uh, so for some of you, I think for several of you, this isn't that new of a thing. You knew about Spelljammers and stuff, but for a couple of you, maybe it's it's uh, something novel or new. I'm not sure. Any any of you not been on a Spelljammer before? I can fly it. Uh, this is Torx's first time on a Spelljammer. Not Mastade's. Miller's Monastery. Okay, yeah. And I think that Miller's Monastery mm. was, was a huge Spelljammer. I'm not sure if he was aware of it yet or not. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, standing on the deck of the Moondancer, <clears throat> you see scores of crystalline vines erupting from the surface of the planet below, some of the vines reaching high enough to break through the clouds. You find yourself sailing through a void filled with colorful gases and blinking stars. A school of space-dwelling fish swims past the ship on the starboard side. Welcome to wild space, says Captain Sartell, sweeping her arms wide. That was a close thing down there. Blast if I know what those vines are, or how to get rid of them, but someone on the Rock of Brawl might. She sort of nods and, and turns away after she says that. So she, uh, she starts talking to... Uh, uh, sorting through, there's 60 other people on board with you guys. Remember the all of the people that were on the docks that she let get on the ship? Uh, from those 60, she finds about six that are actually halfway decent sailors, and she puts them to work on the deck and has everyone else kind of go down below decks and uh, try to find somewhere comfortable to sit or stand. I challenge anyone to figure out whether or not I'm sitting or standing. <laughs> well while that's going on i'm going to do a couple of things here i'm going to switch you guys over to the map of the ship and you get to have a short rest if you haven't already given yourselves a short rest you can do that now mm -hmm. all right I, I know i have this map because i'm already on it but i can't find the name of it People watching at home are probably screaming at me because they can already see it. It's right there. Just click on it. Oh, you man. I would think it would be near the front. Oh. I think I may just click on every single map until I find it. <laughs> oh, there it is. It was even highlighted because I was already on it. There you go. So you're all on the main deck. Uh, you know there is a flump with a pirate hat who is the spell jammer for the ship. Um, he went back through this door over here. And um, so you know he's back there somewhere guiding the ship. Captain is just kind of walking around and then there's the six crew that she's kind of getting them used to the ship as well. Um, there's stairs to the forecastle and stern castle. I went ahead and put uh, Mustarde up at the forecastle because I figured he'd want to be there so he could put his foot up on the top of it and look out. Yes. For whatever reason. That's, I don't know if you can... Can't really see much. I think I see like two ballista-looking <clears throat> things. That's yeah, there's two it. ballistas up there. There's a uh, a um, 
mast kind of in your way right here. Two masts on the ship, uh, one on the forecastle, one on the stern castle, and then there's a center mast, of course, right here in the middle of the deck. Okay. Torx, are you trying to go up the stairs? Yeah, I was trying to go up on deck with him. All right, so that's, so there's the stern castle up here. Gotcha. So there's a uh, there's two ballista in the front. There's a mangonel in the back, which appears to be broken. Oh, then I'm definitely going to be checking that thing out. What's a mangonel? Like a ballista or a catapult? <clears throat> yeah, sort of like a catapult. Yeah, it appears to be missing some parts. Hmm. Oh, I must fabricate these. <laughs> if you say that out loud, uh, the captain is. Very happy with that idea. She tells you that one of the main reasons she was docked there in a small town was to try and get parts for that. Oh, I can, uh, I can make parts. I can improve parts. Well, let's. I mean, let's not worry about improving it until it works. Wise, uh, wise decision. Mm, very functionality, wise. Functionality is primary. She just sort of nods and looks a little worried, but lets you go about your business. Um, she's She doesn't appear unwilling to talk to you guys, but she's just kind of like walking around the ship, making sure everything's okay as you're flying through space. All right. Is this, uh, is this, is this ship made out of wood? It is, yes. It's a... I believe what is called like a space galleon. Yeah, it is a space galleon. Ooh, okay. So it looks like a regular ship. You know, that's why it can like dock at a dock in a regular town and nobody knows anything any different until it flies away. Okay. That's fine. You just have to concentrate on not melting any of the wood, I guess. No, not eating not eating it. Hmm. Is yeah. Mailer in the crow's nest? Can he be in the crow's nest? Sure. All right. And he's doing his meditations, which for him are not like sitting still, but constantly moving. He's like, it's it's almost like, it's a little bit like break dancing. There's a lot of, a lot of spinning on his back and up on his head and uh, some side <laughs> to side, some kicking his legs out. All right. Is this an oh. elven made spell jammer? Uh, no, elven ones. Uh... Are mostly made of like crystal and rock and that sort of thing. Okay. I'll let you know, I'll let you know if we see an elven one. Okay, good. Well, a space what? elven one. That's different than, I guess, astral elves are different than your, your old uh, wood elves and high elves yeah. and stuff. Plasmoids are actually banned from astral elf ships. Because of oh. a little misunderstanding of eating the ships. Well, if you were eating a wooden ship, it had to, it was probably actually. Not an astral elf ship. It was probably a wood elf or a high elf ship. Okay. All right. Yeah, it must have been a high elf ship. Um, let's see. But yeah, we'll be at, should be at the Rock of Brawl in like three days. Shouldn't take too long. Um, most of the people are that are here with us are down either in the cargo deck or the steerage deck. Um. I have a dozen mules on the cargo deck, so they probably don't want to be don't want to be there. So, which I can't mules. blame them. Yes, 
<laughs> don't please don't try to upgrade the mules. They're they're just fine. Uh, I, uh, I do not upgrade organic creatures. Okay, good. That's good. Because I, I want to sell those. They must so. self-actualize. What are you smuggling? Smuggling? Uh, I'm, I don't smuggle. I'm a privateer. I work oh. under the... Uh, <clears throat> under you said a, you had a uh, dozen mules. Uh, not, not that kind of mule. Uh, just clarifying. I have I have a commission with uh, Prince Andrew at the Rock of Brawl, so I work as a privateer out of there. Can we the, obtain parts for this mangonel at the Rock of Brawl? Uh, we might be able to. I was, <clears throat> I mean, that's the reason I was was stopped there in Yellowstown was to try to get parts before I flew back because it can be a little dangerous between here and there. We shall defend the ship in the meantime. As you say that, suddenly, the ship begins to slow as another vessel comes into view, approaching the moon dancer from astern. The pursuing vessel looks like a giant moth with wings made of iridescent crystal, crystal, similar in color and luster to the crystalline vines that ravaged your world. You can just make out figures on the other vessel's deck, scrambling to aim the ship's mangonel. Uh, Captain Sartell curses. Yeah, Captain Sartell curses and says, "That's an astral elf ship, and they don't look friendly. Best ready yourselves for a fight." Oh. I, I thought elves were nice. Um, no, astral elves are sort of uh, militaristic and. Uh, they like to conquer things. Had many a run-in with these skinny bastards. Oh. <laughs> Wait, when did you become Scottish? I was choking on my water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's been Forget. some sort of European, I think, for a while. <laughs> changes, <laughs> changes with my mood. It was, yeah, more British royalty here <laughs> last time. Yeah, it changes with my mood. When I fight elves, Scottish, <laughs> a wee bit Scottish, a wee bit. Okay, um, from you can make me a perception check, Malor, if you want to, since All you're right. up there. Oh, I probably uh, should not be up up there now that I think about it. <laughs> Good thing you can glide down. A six. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, you're like, what ship? Where? And then you, eventually <laughs> you do find it. You do see All it. Right. All right. The uh, captain tells you uh, it's it's too fast for us. It's going to catch up with us. Uh, once it gets within, within Manganel range, we're going to turn and try and uh, close with it as quickly as possible. Are the ballista functional? Ours, yes. Uh I'll Do mend you... the aft one. Well, so uh, you probably, if you've been on one of these before, you know it takes three people to run one. Uh, one person. I'm a to... rather large, <laughs> well, capable hippo. It takes three actions: one action to load it, one action to aim it, one action to fire it. So... Just need one shot. Just load it up. <laughs> it should be ready already. What do you think I've been doing up here? <laughs> Loading ballistas. 
I can load one. All right. <clears throat> yeah, you'll get one one shot each probably as it closes pretty quickly. Yeah. Just um, need one. I will she said she she also has anyone been in ship to ship combat before? I I Ooh. have. All right, then I won't bother to tell you how it works. <laughs> I uh, I, mean, I, I, I could use a character has. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you were good. <laughs> I mean, Mustardi must is needs you is to walk confident you that his walk. sheer girth will keep him from floating away from the vessel. That's not how that works. Does oh. not clearly he does it's not like understand gravity physics. It's gravity. Pull. <laughs> I'm on a flying spaceship. Okay. Uh, What's wrong with believing that my fatness will keep me to the dead, <laughs> stuck to the dead? It's true. It's not like this thing has uh, any sort of air pocket or anything, and yet we all seem to be breathing and existing about to just fine. Burst that bubble. <laughs> right. Okay. <clears throat> Well, fortunately, autonomes do not need air. Well, she briefly explains to you uh, gravity planes and air bubbles. Uh, most of you had no idea what the hell she was talking about. But uh, I will show you a quick chart and explain it briefly to your to you. We players. get it, Alan. You you are rolling a four. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> Just uh, stuck on four. I'm trying to adjust the damage type on one of these weapons. All right. Can you all see the little diagram here? Yes. So, Very... so every every ship or or anything in in uh, space here in the astral sea is has a gravity plane. So you can see that actually, uh, like this is a Nautilus ship, right? There's actually gravity is down to a certain point and then actually if you're on the bottom levels of this particular ship you would gravity would be upside down right so you would your floor would be the ceiling of the level above you that's where the gravity you can walk works. along the bottom of it that's cool that's right cool. and they also have an air envelope that goes around every ship that basically normally it's about like three months worth of air on a ship before it starts to get stale uh, the only way, way to refresh that is to go into like an atmosphere, basically, normally. Uh, if you jump off of a ship, as soon as you clear the space directly around that ship, there's no gravity. So then you're just flying through the through the ether, right? Uh, but at that point, you'll have your own air bubble, which will last you for a short period of time before it also goes still and you begin to suffocate. So you can run, jump off the side of a ship and just fly straight at another one if you want to do that. Those kind of things oh. are possible. So you want to hit one. their air envelope though, right? Cause then... Yeah, because if you if you miss them, <laughs> then you're just going to keep going in that in that direction. You're probably, probably going to have a bad time. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so that's a brief history of ship-to-ship -ship combat in space. All right, with that, uh, a shot from the other mangonel comes, from the mangonel of the other ship comes uh, soaring through and misses the uh, side of the ship here. That was Off impudent. The... We should return fire. Uh, <clears throat> the captain looks at you and says, our mangonel's broken. Flapjack, uh, turn us about. Let's close. At that point, the ship begins, y'all's ship begins to slow down and, and turn to face the other one. 
Um, let me see here. I have a picture in my book of this other ship. I wonder if I have one I can show you. Uh, oh, I do. Look at this. All right. Here's the ship that's coming towards you. Whoa. That's scary looking. Yeah. Is that like a bird head? It's supposed to look like a moth. Yeah. Hmm. Set the wings I mean, on fire. That thing's cool. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. All right. Should we try to make friends with these guys? No. Uh, if you no, want. we're killing them dead. As they, as they begin to clo- close, you see... Unless they want to turn into mantises. But moths don't bite. You see a bunch of figures scrambling around on the deck that look a lot like Malor time. And then you see a few, uh, a few, four, three, four, five, uh, dressed in like uh, almost crystalline looking armor with these like helmets that have clear visors over them that are like, you can't see through them on your side kind of thing. It's like tinted glass almost. Walking around giving orders. Dirty space elves. Apparently space elves like a sports center. No, <laughs> there were only three or four, not 30. I believe the correct term is there <laughs> Okay. That was a lot of terrible puns. Uh, those of you manning, manning the ballistas, if, uh, you can each take a shot at their ship or something if you want. What, what do you want us to roll? Yeah. Just a d20. How far is it? Could I cast a spell? Uh, it's not quite close enough to cast a spell yet. But it's closing quickly. Ha! All right, Colonel Mustarde, the, these aren't regulation Imperial ballista, so that did not work correctly. You have to uh, adjust for the inferior craftsmanship. On the exactly. Easy. Is the other one loaded? Like, can I it go is. fire it? You can, yep. Okay, I'm going to take a hand at it. Calculating trajectory. You're going to have and... to give it some more arc because these are clearly not military grade. And fire. And I'm going to add a D4 to that from my built for success. All right. That was a 10. So let's make it a 12. 12. Uh, that one kind of like scrapes by one of the wings and leaves a, leaves a groove in the, in the wing, but uh, doesn't, doesn't make direct contact with the ship. These are difficult. Yes. <clears throat> I think we All have right. it now. If we could just get the cube guy to load them back up. Well, so the, the other ship has been getting closer and closer, but it just seems to be taking forever. And then very suddenly, it's just right on top of you. And uh, three of these weird visor guys are just are jumping onto the deck of the ship. Uh, so they boarded us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Don't have to worry Surely about this is in jumping into space. Of, of maritime law. Uh, the Captain Captain Sartell explains to you that these guys only recognize their own empire's law for the most part. And let's see. Three of them jump on board. They basically split the difference on either side of Dong Dong as they jump, jump onto the ship. And uh, you guys can roll initiative. Uh, 
Oh yeah, these guys are all, of course, going to be whispering everything they do. Ooh, nice. <clears throat> oh, Matt and Alan, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Just watching. You're watching something? Just watching the fight, yeah. So where are they? Like, I don't... I still uh, can only see two ballistas. Uh, yeah, they're on the main deck. They dropped onto the main deck. Oh, where's, I guess where's the main deck? Down to the south. On the map. Down here. Yeah. yeah oh, there's okay. red circles. Yeah. So if I'm above, should I be able to see down to that or not? <laughs> yeah, you can see it. Uh, but uh, I guess Mitchy, when you can't see it from where you are. I guess I can see it because I was <clears throat> controlling Gus at the end of the last one. Oh, yeah, that's probably why you can see it. I can't see anything. You can always uh, move yourself like on onto uh, here. There's this. stairs right here. Yeah, so like you can go down these stairs from where oh, you're okay. at. And this, this is down. This is what's there. Gotcha. What's this here, then? That's uh, a hatch you can open up to the cargo deck. It's like a metal grating. Gotcha. But if I was to stay where I am, I could still shoot down at people down on the main deck, yeah? You can, yep. Okay. Um, let's see, everyone has rolled initiative. I'll sort descending. Um, the captain, uh, Captain Sartell is going, she will help you guys, but she's mostly trying to get all of her six sailors over here out of the way onto the stern castle so they don't get killed. All right, Gus, you're on here twice for me. I'm on there twice? Yeah, that happened. I only rolled once. That happened last time, too. You showed up twice. Uh, he rolled a 22 this time, so... Yeah, both of them had a 22. Which is oh, weird. Weird. oh, weird. Yeah. Maybe from, from the last time? No. No. Could it be from Allosaurus? I don't think so, because it was his token and everything. All right. Anyway, Gus, there's uh, um, three of these elven fighter guys. I only see two. So uh, I'm going to cast Summon Beast. And so this one's a little easier. So, boom. Cast that. It's my action. And uh, so I summon the Bestial Spirit. It uses that sat block. And I'm going to choose the land one. So I just need you to drop that on there. Uh, I thought I had one for each of those for you. You did on the uh, one page. I must not have actually added them to as things. You can... Use hold on. That was on the start page, right? Anyway, the uh, the bestial spirit's going to take the form of a very, very large dung beetle. Is that uh, you've got hawk, bear, and 
Unicorn, I think, are the three. Those are no, those are my bestial spirits. This is just summon beast. This is a spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, it uses it uses the specific um, bestial sp spirit stat block, and has abilities on there, based on which one I choose, and I chose the lamp. So, I have to look it up. Yeah, it's just in the compendium. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, and you're doing the land one, so it's got yeah. tactics and mall, I guess. Yep. Gotcha. That's a second level spell. All right. There it is. Let's see if I can give you control of it. You can edit it and control it now. You might have to do stuff to make it exactly right, but you've got it. Um, I just need access to its character sheet now. Yeah, you should be able to shift double click on it or or find it. Uh, oh yeah, shift double click. I forgot about that. Maybe. It should also be on the uh, journal. Yeah, it's not in there. Here, let me just refresh real quick. I'm, I'm going to add it under the familiar section. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's no, okay. You didn't have to cast different spells every single time. Well, which I can get all this out of the way in the early sessions. That way, later on, it'll just yeah. work. <laughs> that way, How later on, when it's not coming anymore. Oh, it says it on there, 20. 30 actors yeah. for land. Sweet. Thank you. <clears throat> so I'm going to summon him right here. And between the elf and dong dong. In between the, between the elf and dong dong. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to read what that said. So it's just got normal pack tactics. That's cool. And uh, I'll run over here to the other side so it'll get um, advantage. It will not get advantage. And I, and Well, because of pack tactics, because I'm within five feet of the creature. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So you don't have to get all the way around it. So that was my action, and then I just moved up, and then I tell the beast to attack. It's advantage, and it goes for it. Terrible. Plus the spell's level, so two. So it'd be ten damage, but the ten's not going to hit. Yeah, that is going to miss. Man. All so right, far, is... my summons have done nothing. That's not true. That Allosaurus was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he did time. well once you left. Was it? Hmm? Mm -hmm. He just missed and his said it sucked. thing both times. Oh, I yeah. thought you said it sucked. No. No, he didn't chomp for some good damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, the spirit's another body out there, at the very least, to get hit. Yeah. Just wait till I pull out what I'm really excited about. 
I've got some stuff in mind. Yeah, but I'm done. All so right. it's Colonel Mustard's turn. Uh, hold on a second. What are you? You're a Hadozi? Uh, yes. I gotta do a thing. Uh oh. Sorry. I forgot to roll initiative for them. Okay. All right. Now it's Colonel Mustard's turn. So is this elf within five feet of this elf? Uh, no. They're... There you go. They're five feet apart. Like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not within um... five feet of each other. No, I gotcha. I guess I'll um, Hunter's Mark this one. With my bonus action. All right. And uh, line up my recited musket from my boy Torx over there. And unleash hell. Torx does this, hoping that he fires well this time. <laughs> oh! Critical! <laughs> right in the forehead. Torx waves his arms like this. Yay! Did you guys see that cat trying to drink my whiskey in the background back there? Wow, that is some really bad D12 rolls. Fully good shot. All right, bully. Yeah, but you still did what? uh, 22 damage? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Rolling a three and a uh, a six on the two D12s, and then I rolled a one on a one D8. So. Yeah, that was really bad damage rolls. Yeah, should have been another eight or nine, but all right. Belay, you're, you're still Belay actually talks. up on the <laughs> you're still actually up on the forecastle up here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I I can't see anything. Um, if you're up there, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can move me there. It's fine. Now that I know what I'm targeting, if anything moves, I'll just move back so I can see where stuff is. Okay. All right. So you're gonna stay there? Yeah. Malor. No, 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 I'm not done. Oh. That's just one attack. Okay. <laughs> He's got like three more. No, but nothing's in range, so I can't use Horde Breaker. Um, but I do get my second attack. Uh, so I will fire again, this time without Hunter's Mark. 18 for 18. 18 is going to hit him. <clears throat> yeah, he put... Two swift holes in this guy. He does not look great. Ha-ha! Torx, I believe we're cooking with gas now, my friend. Oh, that's an excellent idea. We should do that. Oh, yeah. On a wooden boat in space? Absolutely. I don't even see Malor on my turn order. It's his turn now. Oh. Yeah, he both he and Mustarde are missing from my turn order. I'm gonna yeah, my, my take a plunge. browser. I'm gonna take a plunge straight down to where this guy is that um that the Colonel Mustard just hit. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I refresh, Matt. I still don't see him in the turn order either. Here, that's weird. Turn order has been strange the last couple of weeks on here. Yeah. And then I'm going to attack. 
And I am going to flurry. Yeah, I'm going to attack with flurry of blows. So hold on, I think we'll do. That's four. You're attacking the one that uh, Mustardi was attacking, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hopefully finish him, but we'll see. Um, all right, an arm strike. I, the jump down, I'm going to like basically land on him, like do like a skydiving dive straight into him, but feet first. Gotcha. That. And can't see what that was, but 14 for 8. All right, that um, uh, gets deflected by his strange crystalline armor. All right, then he gets an uppercut. 11 for yeah. 10, nothing. Yeah, blocks so, that. Yeah, I'm spinning a key point, flurry of blows. 16 for 8. That hits him. Okay. And then uh, nut punch with a knee. <laughs> nut punch with a knee. He's got a fist on his knee. Sixteen for eight. <laughs> eight more. That's uh, sixteen that's for another three. eight. All right. This guy has just been brutalized. He's got, he's bleeding from two wounds, and now he's got a nut popped off and uh, some cartilage crunched in his throat or something. Where your other blow hit him. And then uh, so with the way of the drunken master, I'm disengaging. And five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Gonna head up here. All right. I'm done. Okay. Um, let's see. The uh, the guy over here that's kind of by himself. He's in a different. He's got a different insignia on his uniform than the other two. Uh, so you think he's either a higher or lower rank. One of those. He uh, pulls out his longsword and tries to attack Gus with it. Oh, I should have recognized rank. having fought in many a scenario with these punks. <laughs> well, okay. Well, then you're the one that did notice it. Yeah, I mean, right. uh, I've seen the movie Patriot. I always fire at officers first. <laughs> All right, he swings once for a six, which is obviously a miss, and once with a 22 to hit. Ouch, yeah, I've only got an 18. All right, so uh, when the oh, sword me. when the sword strikes you, a burst of uh, starlight pours out of it, and that does more damage to your body, so you take 14 radiant and 7 slashing damage. Ouch. Ouchie. This guy sucks. I think it might mean he's a higher rank than the rest of them. This guy's high rank, guys. It's this one. <laughs> so it's he says something in Elven. Does dead. Anyone, anyone speak Elven? Uh, uh, do I? I'm sure we're a vampire right now. No, I do. Okay. He's like a bite uh, heel. He says something I in do. Elven. I do. Oh, do you? Yep. Okay. I fought him in the war, so it's good to Oh, know. wait. Yeah, let me see if I know it. I don't. He says, Lieutenants, Lieutenants, deal with this rabble. I'm going to deal with the ones up top. He blinks out of existence. There's just like a, a flash of starlight right there where he was, and he appears over here and runs up the stairs to where Mustarde and Torx are. Gets, I'm going to tell him myself here. Mustarde. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to make a con save for the beast. Oh. Yeah, you do. That's right. Concentration. So, what do I have to roll? It's a 11, I think. 11? 
Ooh. Ah, nice. Well nice. done. Good. Look at that. I'm constitutionalized. All right. The. In the world. So I've got two mustardes on here too. Got one at thirteen and one at twenty. Um, just the twenty. I wonder so if that's weird. like my initiative from like the last fight we did or something. I don't know because the the turn order thing was blank and empty before we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I refreshed and it's still not showing stuff. I don't know what's going on. All right. So Maybe I should uh, relaunch the game. You think? You want me to try that and see if it works? Yeah. Not you, but me. You can try. Try. I mean, if you refresh the browser, it should be the same difference. But no, nah, it's oh, let's let's go. I don't go for a while. I'll try it. All right. All right. This guy that's hurt, he is going to. He says something in Elven, which Mustardi understands to say to mean, "I'll deal with the Hadozi." Fifteen. We don't deal with your kind. To here. And uh, he's going to swing his sword. Maybe 15 to hit. No. Dodge it. To hit. We'll definitely miss. Um, let's see. All right. And then the that last one, by the way. <clears throat> okay. The last one charges over to Dong Dong. Dong dong dong. As uh, <laughs> he charges over to Dong Dong, as the uh, first one shrugs when he misses Malor time and disappears and reappears over here on the other side of Dong Dong to help his friend out with flanking. Because that's just the way elves are. That was wild. <laughs> All right, he's going to swing twice at Dong Dong. A critical hit. Which I'm guessing is a hit. Yeah. Glad I got to rage first. Oh, wait. You have resistance to some kinds of damage, don't you? When he's raging. Not radiant. Well, I have natural resistance to poison and acid. Oh. That's a plasmoid. Because he's a blood well, man. All right. So Somebody tell me how much on. damage that is, because I don't do math. Yeah, it's 11 slashing and then 20 radiant, so 31 altogether. Man, fuck this. Is that because you're wearing a Georgia hat or just in general? Well, I mean, if I was wearing a tech hat, I wouldn't be even at the game. <laughs> Very good burn. <laughs> All right, and his second attack is a 13. That's going to miss. We played a hell of a lot better in TCU, and that was with our fourth string quarterback. So. All right, and then Torx, it's your turn. Uh, I say Come to on, Ember, uh, let's go this way for a clearer shot. Um, so Ember and I come over this way, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I point my fizzle stick directly at the uh, lead guy and uh, and fire. Oh, the, the captain guy? Yeah. So, a 25? That hits. Or 14 fire Very damage. Nice. Very nice. 
And then, uh, and then I say, "Come on, little one!" And uh, he emits a cone of fire in such a way as to not uh, also get my hippo friend. <laughs> Rolled terrible on those two d eight. Oh man, yeah. Uh, roll me a d ten. D ten. Used to make a deck save. Seven. All right, he makes that, so he takes half damage. Yeah. All right, so he only takes two damage from it, but the good news is the ballista catches fire. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I can fix that, I say to the captain. <laughs> <clears throat> you must work on your aim, little one. <clears throat> this is my best jacket. <laughs> Tell the little one to, to watch where he's aiming that thing. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm trying to find. There we go. Let's use that. <clears throat> There's some fire there. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> All right. Is that it for torques? Yep. Okay. Um, Malor, a ballista is shot at you. No. From the other ship. Do you have the catch projectiles thing yet? <laughs> you catch that thing, it might you might go sailing out of the bubble with it. Just catch the ballista bolt and like pivot and whip it around and throw it back. It's a fifteen. I'm guessing that misses. He's not there. Oh, okay. Hey Matt, is your initiative five or three? Three. Okay, three. I've got you. Up. I've got you at both. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's three. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. And then a... Okay, that's both of them. All right. Another ballista comes uh, sailing across at Torx. Another ship. A 16. That a ballista sails hit. towards who? Torx? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, I thought you said Gus for a second. I was like, uh-oh. Nope, that did not hit. All right. Dong Dong, you're part of you're the meat in a uh, space elf sandwich. Wait. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and raise. Did I go yet? Am I able to go? I thought I was before Dong Dong. So the first round, you already, You've already attacked like four times. Jesus. Holy H. cow. For some reason, I thought you already went, Dong Dong, like right after me. No. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus no. action to rage. I'll turn into a big, pulsing red cube of anger. Dong Dong's been just hanging out till the end. Letting he's off been, a big he's kind been of boiling a over inside. Face just... noise there. Going to sprout a couple of claws. And Jesse, what was your um because you said four attacks when I had to use the claws. Only attack I only count three. So you get your attack. Right. right? And then the bestial claw feature gives you a, another free attack with your mm -hmm. main attack. Mm -hmm. Then because you're a barbarian, you have your second attack. Mm -hmm. And then you have your offhand attack. Uh, so it's, it's three main hand attacks and one off hand attack. So you don't uh, get the, the off hand you have the dual wheel. Takes you, your you don't... bonus action. <clears throat> right. 
Yeah, it uses your yeah. bonus. So it's, it's like you're dual wielding. So it's like a racial feature to have the offhand attack. Because he's, no, he's it's like a, a it's just it's he's dual wielding as if he's like holding two short swords, right? But so you get an offhand like you would if you're dual wielding. It's okay, just sure. you don't get your uh, strength bonus on the offhand attack unless you have like the dual wield feet or whatever. Okay, right. so you you will not get the fourth attack, the offhand attack this round because you're using right. your bonus action to rage. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, so uh, I'm going to take a slash at him with my claw. Or which, are you attacking the one that's already been attacked? By yeah, everybody? yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 that guy. All right, that is a miss. Your, that was uh, ineffective. Your, your claws break off, but thankfully, you just form new ones. All right, another claw. 13, that is going to miss as well. His crystalline breastplate protects Sucks. him. And there's my last claw. Yeah, that one, there we that go. That one pierces his uh, putrid elven flesh. And, uh, you strike him down. So happy about that. There you go. You skewered him. Feel good about that. Well met, Blobbin. <laughs> I say it because I don't open a mouth hole when I'm fighting. <laughs> that that sound you hear is just bubbles popping. <laughs> well spoken. Just me releasing gas. Yeah, when I uh when I picture Dong Dong raging and using his claws, it's like a like a carnage blob and it's all these little things skewers shooting out, you know? Like uh, a uh uh yeah. what are those called? Combine? Not the parasite things. What are they called? Like an urchin or something almost? Yeah, like, like a sea pyramid. urchin. Pyramid. Yeah, like Carnage from Venom. Venom and Carnage? Yeah. Oh, symbiote. It's like you look like a Carnage symbiote. You're red, and then you got these skewers coming out attacking. Yeah, I do retract them into my body when I'm not using them. Yeah, that's how I picture it, though. That's... Anyways, that's yeah. me. Anything else for the dog? <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> you should just slowly roll over his body and suck him up inside you. Well, yeah, that's I'm gonna try to do something similar to that next round, now that I'm raging. But yeah, no, I'm done. Alright. You have I marked it on the uh thing you have nine more rounds of Dong Rage. So just keep right. just help you keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> then he's gotta pop another blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> you only get so many of those I thought after though. eight rounds you were supposed to contact your doctor. <laughs> no, if it goes more than twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Gus, it's your turn. Start up another round. Ah, uh, so my computer's doing this dumb thing where it disconnects from my network over and over and over again. What's a computer? I know. Oh wait, so I forgot I... about that. Hold on, I forgot about that post over there. I'm gonna, I am going to shift to here before I end my turn. Sorry. Okay. There's a post right here. Oh, you're shifting. Yeah, so that way your bestial spirit could come over here. Get the advantage. I feel like well, I that feel might like a, that might change what I. I feel like a raging dong dong wouldn't even think about that, but that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to do the same thing anyway. I just saw where he moved. All right. So on my turn, I'm going to run over here and. Um, I'm going to cast Primal Savagery. And so I run up to him, and my little arms on my chest, all of them, like, kind of glow and get, like, way longer and sharper and uh, and reach out and slash at him. 
Yes, question. Yeah. He has has he had those alarms on his chest this whole time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like that part of the my racial feature is like that this. like they're legit. I mean, I just picture something like and you should yeah. see him. Did I have advantage on that? No, you get plus two to uh, attack from flanking though. That's unfortunate. Looks like you had. Looks like you had bless for some reason. I did have bless. Oh, I didn't mean to have that. <laughs> that just kind of worked out. That well, it, was it plus just gave two. you the I'll plus change. two though. Yeah. Hey, look, I rolled it again. All right. Well, the flanking bonus uh, is enough to make you hit. So you do six acid damage. Yeah, I think it's acid. That sucks that you only. Yeah, <laughs> you I know. Six on the one and nineteen on the other. Yeah. yeah, I rolled a two and a four and a ten and a nine. That's goofy. And then I tell the bestial spirit to get this guy now, and so he runs over. And... It looks like a giant dung beetle. You said. Yeah. He just kind of like runs into him with his horn. He misses. He was trying to roll him up like a ball of poop, and the elf did not take kindly to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my strong hand. <laughs> we all know why. Well, my Nobody turn hugs. was super great, guys. <laughs> Nobody hugs Gus, and we all know why now. <laughs> <laughs> take my hand, or you'll fall. Take my strong hand. <laughs> take my strong hand. All right. All right, spicy. <laughs> uh, so, um, the best I, ever made. do I have to? Um, so, I took the firearms feat, which I already have mm-hmm. certain elements of it just by being a gift, but I went ahead and took the firearms feat so I could fire in melee range without a penalty. Right. Um, should I? Drop the musket and dual wheel pistols, or what actions would I use to do that? Are you asking me what you should I'm do? I'm asking you, yeah. I don't know the rules. I on. think you should drop your weapon and pull it down your britches and bend over and let this guy just kill you. But <laughs> So, John. <laughs> so, do you have dual wheeled feet? Hmm? Do you have the dual wheeled feet? No. Okay, unless you have the dual-wheeled feet, you can't draw two weapons, so you could only draw one of your handguns. And then on the next turn, I could draw the other one? Right. You could drop the gun as a free action, or mm-hmm. uh, and then draw a weapon as part of, you know, as part of that same action, or and still object like interaction. And still but you can only could... draw one unless you've got dual-weapon. I guess you could, I'd let you draw the second one as a bonus action if you wanted to, but you couldn't use it, of course. Yeah, but just get it drawn. But isn't your... Uh, yeah, do whatever you want. Isn't what? <laughs> Nothing. Well, don't tell him to do whatever he wants. <laughs> well, your rifle is... say, oh, well, I have a machine gun. Right now. Yeah, the, the rifle is enchanted. All right, well, I'll, I'll just... Uh, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take aim at this jerk. I'll use the bonus action to move the hunter's mark. How about that? There you go. <clears throat> to my Damn. my friend here. Oh, to Torx? No, to the Sorry. guy that tried to, you know, the slimy jerk that teleported next to me. Gotcha. You said your friend. I was hoping. 
Oh, well, you know. <clears throat> and I'm going to fire a musket at his face from like three feet away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be loud. It's going to permanently damage his hearing no matter what. Yes. Me. 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 Oh, that hits. 25. 14 damage. And I imagine that Colonel Muster probably has like extra um, firing caps or something like just shoved in his ears to, to help his hearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been mostly deaf for a long time. <laughs> All right. What's that you say? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you hit him. You uh, put a hole right through him, right in his leg. <sighs> ha ha. And I'll shoot him again. 26 for 17. Oh, yeah. Good yeah, night. do shoot him again. That's it's a palpable hit. Yeah. That's he's, a better D12 roll right there. He is hurt. <clears throat> okay. Anything else for Colonel Mustard? <laughs> Just going to kind of dance in place, spin around, laugh at him. Mm. Just going to do like a, a hippo roar so he can see all my tusks. You got ah. the... Uh, is your is this one of those where you've got to like uh, light it every time, you know, and you just keep the little lit? Yeah, that's why I your... have the that's why I have the pipe thing, so oh, I can okay. just use I can just use my pipe to hold gotcha. the hold the uh, I guess the uh, what do you call those? I'm trying to remember fuse. that. Well, uh, the anyway. fuse, yeah, the fuse. Okay, just hold the musket towards my mouth, and it lights the fuse. All right, uh, Malor. Um, so Mr. Is, Time. Okay. Yeah. Is the whole ship like open? So I went back to the mast, let's say, and climbed up that. Mm-hmm. I would be able to see the deck where, um, like, um, Jesse's character and Jonathan's character is. Correct. Yes. If okay. you can't see us, you should see a nice little fire. All, all I see is everything down on the cargo deck, but I think that, um. What I'm going to do is 5, 10... You're on the main deck then... right now. Okay. I'm in the main deck, but if I go up higher, I should be able to see where they are and get to where they are. Well, I'll tell you what I try, I'm thinking, is to climb up the mast, glide over to where they are, because I think this guy's handled, and then um, and start helping with the boss, wherever he is. All right, so here's here's where they are, so you can kind of land wherever you want. Okay. By the way, every time you call him Malur, uh, it reminds me there's this really bad liquor that they drink up in Chicago called Malort. Uh-huh. <laughs> I cannot see them. But, well, I, um... I drug you over there, and then you, move, you put yourself back. Oh, uh, sorry. I think <clears throat> I just clicked on myself. I think I can get right. there. Uh, yeah. So here's here's where there you can you can basically glide anywhere over there that you want. Okay, I'm gonna. Glide there and start wailing on this guy. All right. I think the first punch. I'm going to try to wrap my flap around his mouth, mouth, so he can he can um, smell my hadozi sweat. <laughs> Twenty for eight. <laughs> uh, that, that hits. Disgusting. Oh, I forgot to put flanking on. But I'm going to do that. All right. You hear him gag. <laughs> and then now it's uh, it's elbows to the back of the head. <clears throat> oh, right. nice critical hit! Yeah, you drop him with that one. Oh. He's dead. 
Hello, you gentlemen. Farm, you want to drop back down here and hit, hit this guy a few times? <laughs> um, I don't know if I have any movement, yeah. Is that it for Malor then? Uh, yeah, that's all Malor's got. Um, because I don't think I can. Well, so I do have. I mean, if we wanted to try to calculate how much movement I had, I guess I was at thirty feet up the thing. But yeah, I don't. I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. All right. The captain has gotten everyone hunkered down over there, hiding from the ballista shots. Did I get skipped? No, you're after oh, okay. you're coming up close, coming up soon, rather. I'm not in the turn order anymore, so uh, I see you. You're 11 right after this lieutenant guy that's going right now. Okay, online. <clears throat> it's yeah, this turn order thing is very weird. It seems like it's just this game, too. The internet has been very weird today. Every game that I've tried to play has been all jacked up, too. Hmm. All right, this guy is going to. Uh, oops. He's going to take a go away. Sheesh. He's going to try and stab uh, Gus again. He's really had enough of Gus. A 12? And a 12. I guess those both miss. My glowing tiny hands parry the <clears throat> blows. And then he. Uh, uh, something that you don't understand in Elven and disgust and uh, winks it out uh, in starlight and disappears. You see him appear on the on the deck of the other ship off to the side. That's not sporting. Twerks. <clears throat> you see the, uh, the last stuff that was on the deck uh, disappear on another ship and you see it start to move away. What would you like to do? Uh, I tell uh, um, Colonel Mustarde, I said, please extinguish that. And I go over to the other railing and try to fire a parting shot. All right. Uh, can I see the guy who winked out? Uh, yeah, I'll say he's just barely within range still. All right. Yeah, I've got 120 feet with this thing. Yeah, so. he's like 90 or 100 feet away, something like that. All right, here we go. A little, little goodbye kiss. 19 oh. for 19. <clears throat> that You do hit him. He like, uh, like staggers to one knee hurt aboard the other ship over there. Huzzah. All right. I would have asked Malur to put out the f uh, fire, but he would probably go up in flames. He <laughs> gestures towards uh, in your direction after you hit him and you see the two ballistas turn towards you. <laughs> uh, this is going to hurt, gentlemen. Was a uh, uh, sixteen? Does a sixteen hit you? It does not. Well, well, then they both miss you. Sixteen and sixteen. They both thunk into the side of the ship, punching holes into the uh, cargo deck. You hear you hear mules screaming below. All right. Not the mules. I, I yell as loud as I can. Your trajectory calculations were off. All right, dong dong. Your dong rage is uh, is reducing. Also, uh, roll me a d8, John. Oh. Yeah. Give it to me. Seven. Okay. Uh, uh, Colonel Mustarde, the uh, fire spreads towards you. I do have a bonus action if I could try to put the fire out. 
Uh, yeah, it's not your it's not your initiative. Okay. Oh, okay. It was left over. But... It was left over. It was left over. I never took my bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got it in my pocket. Can I use it? <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Fair enough. All right, dong dong. So the other ship is moving away. Yeah, it's about uh, thirty feet distant between this ship and that one now. So like it's like like they're disengaging and turn turning tail. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna launch myself at that ship. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. Uh, give me. Uh, just just so you know everything everything in advance before you launch yourself. Mm. You can see about you can see about twenty shipmates on there. Oh. The hurt well, never mind. The one hurt elf and then there's at least one other elf you see. Oh. Well God no. Okay. Alright, I just no. didn't want to not give you the information before you launched yourself over there and then we're annoyed no. later. Okay. No, I appreciate that. No, I'm not gonna do that then. <clears throat> I guess I'll. Uh, I mean, there's nothing I can do. I don't have. There, there is a blazing fire on the forecastle. That's I mean, cons- I'll, consuming... I'll head up there and try to put it out then. Okay, yeah, it's consuming uh, the dead elf captain, Colonel Mustard, and a ballista. All right, there you are. You uh, I mean, I guess I'll pour some water on it. <laughs> All right, uh, give me uh, just like an athletics check or something to try and. Step it out a little bit. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. You uh, you managed to reduce its size by half. So uh, it's now the ballista is out, and now it's just Colonel Mustard and part of the deck that's on fire. Oh, lovely. Fire mustard. How does the little flamethrower not have a fire extinguisher built into it, Torx? That seems to be a design flaw. Um, there was only room for one tank, the propellant or the fire retardant. Well, not having the fire retardant was retarded. <laughs> you've taken four you've taken four fire damage so far. Oh, lovely. You're si- you're just like conversing with him as you burn. <laughs> Uh, me and me and my little beastie friend, I guess they're just. Where are they at? They're they they're up on up the there. forecastle. It's it's up this way. Up this way. I guess I'm gonna go that way. It's thirty feet to get onto the stairs for you. Thirty feet. You, yeah. Hold on. Let me do dong dong. You had to have gone further up here. There you go. I feel like I okay. can get up the stairs. Thirty feet and puts you there. Yeah, me and my where will put me. We uh, should be up here. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. And he's just behind me. Okay. I'm just kind of like watching what's happening. I'm a bug. I can't go near the fire. Make your bestial spirit stop, drop, and roll right over it. No, he's a bug too. <laughs> All right, uh, Colonel Mustard. So I'm just gonna like watch him on fire. Roll, roll a D eight, or I mean a D six, rather. You're gonna take four more fire damage, and you can, uh, yeah, you can get out from under the fire. You can put yourself out as an action. SDR. I like to, SDR. You know, 
Stop, drop, and roll. I'd like to move and put myself out. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can do that with your move and your action. Just move out from under the fire. There you go. Okay. Just a FYI, Danny, there's a reason I did do that. That's my okay. flaw. It's fine with me. Malor, know, what just, do you want to do? I want to try to put the fire out. Could I try some sort of athletic approach? Perhaps? Yeah. I mean, do you not? Yeah. I assume your bladder is full. You could probably pee on it. Somersault over it and pee <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not been drinking check. anything but beer, right? So no. Sure. It's not flammable. All right. Uh, did uh, you say which, which acrobatics work? Uh, yeah, I'll let you use acrobatics. You're a monk. 19. All right. You're able to put the fire the rest of the way out. Ah, remove my hands. Good thing that didn't catch. Wouldn't shit. Will, great idea. We'll leave initiative. Um, Captain Sartell comes over to inspect the damage. Uh, the ballista is there on the left side is non-functional at the moment. It's taking a little bit of damage. She says, well, I mean, you destroyed the ballista, but it could have been worse. We got away with the ship and with our lives. It could have been worse. Look at the damage to my jacket. This has seen five tours of duty. Picking up like a charred piece of it and kind of like tapping on it, scratching my head. Tapping on the ballista, scratching my head. I mean, I have have tools, including carpenter's tools and the mending spell. Could I not repair it? With a mending spell, you can, yeah. Uh, With all those things, you can. All right. So uh, mending can only work on a piece of equipment on one of these ships once an hour. That's kind of the only real oh okay thing. So does that? So am I able to restore the uh, how the much ballista at least? Yeah. Why uh, are we talking about this ballista? Mend my jacket. It's taking seven points of damage. Uh, so yeah, you can do you can mend most of it with the mending spell, and then you'll probably have to work on it some too to fix it. But you can also mend his jacket. Yes. All right. As you get started on that, uh, uh, Elena says, uh, so did you guys, did you kill both of them? The ones that are on the deck here? All but one. The captain is slightly crispy. I was just thinking maybe we could question them and find out what happened on, that, on y'all's planet. And you speak with the dead? Attacked us. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Does one of you have that? No. I was thinking maybe <laughs> Flapjack could do it. Yeah. Flapjack seems very capable. No, he knows a few wizard spells. He doesn't know anything mm. like that. We have a druid. Aren't you a druid, Gus? Can you speak with dead people? Guess, guess. Uh, no, I'm not that kind of druid. Stork stops working on the ballista for a minute, looks down at the uh, crispy elf and says, I've identified this as a deceased astral elf. <laughs> ah. Hmm. Do uh, um, you guys want some healing? Hmm. Yeah. I'm Can not going to myself. Not going to uh, refuse it. Caught, caught a, caught a blaze over here from Ember. 
the systems are functioning at 100% capacity. <laughs> Did we find anything else about these uh, these ass elves if we uh, if we like search their bodies, perhaps? Um, yeah, you can search their bodies. Oh, never mind, I'm not that kind of druid either. Not the healing kind. No, I can heal myself, <laughs> which I'm going to do. Does anybody need to be healed? Because I can. I mean, I'm down eight hit points from your flamethrower. I'm down like 30-something, but... Um, it doesn't, I mean, it depends on if we're going to be taking a while. Rest here. I can just I can just use a hit die. I don't think we're gonna get another. Alright, so y'all are y'all checking the uh y'all are checking the Yes, yeah, so I'll check the Oh wait I have an insane amount of healing Insane amount of what? Healing potions. I bought like twelve. Okay. Alright. Well, yeah, they just uh you know they use a hit die plus a D four. Um so yeah. when you guys go to check them, actually the lieutenant down here on the ground, the one uh, y'all took out first is still alive. It's just unconscious. Yes. Bizarre. Gaping musket bullet wounds in him. Yeah, somehow he's he's stabilized on his own. Must be that astral elven resilience. Good. We the other one, the team. other one was on fire for a couple of minutes there, so he didn't he didn't make it. <laughs> I need All to right. take me a souvenir from his uniform. All right. He, uh, all right, so y'all want to revive him and, and question him, I'm guessing? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, how do, how, well, hold on. How do we keep him from blinking out of existence and appearing somewhere else? Uh, that's a racial ability that they have. So, oh, yeah, I would assume character. that's, uh, range limited. Yeah. 30 feet out of character. I'll just, uh, if y'all can take off his weapons away, I'll just grapple him in my amorphous body. Well, would you uh, like me to uh, heal you first, Dong Dong? Sure. I have to touch your Dong Dong to heal you, though. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I'm going to step away while this happens. Okay. <laughs> Just got eight hit points. Not my thing. If you need another one, I, I've got two more of those I can do. No, it's it's okay for now. All right. All right. How are you guys going to revive the uh, astral elf? So, does anybody know about astral elves? Can we do some? Uh, I just want to pull the knowledge here. Uh, how can we stop their teleporting trick that they like to do so much? Is there a way? I'm going to grapple them. Grapple them. Um, no, any of you they... torques? can probably tell you because he knows magic and stuff that grappling won't make any difference but uh, they can only do it so many times per day and they can uh, only do it you know to a short distance so it's not like you could escape if you put him oh. in the middle middle Just of the put ship. him in the middle and spread out yeah around him like a circle time to the mast in the middle of the ship or something yeah. I'm just going to grapple him with my body and pin him to the ground okay uh, that doesn't work, Dong Dong. Well, I mean, if he's still got the the ability, yeah, he could teleport out from underneath it, but he can't escape. He can't get off. Dong Dong, just absorb him. All right, well, how are y'all going to revive him? Are you just going to wait long enough? Are you going to use up like a med kit, uh, cast a spell, use up Goodberry? I don't have I a say med we kill kit. him. 
<laughs> oh, of course you do, Thrykreen. Unless he wants to join my, co- I mean, uh, religion. I mean, he's sticking dead. my sticking some of my gangly up his nose won't work. Not to heal him, though. I don't want to waste his uh, healing spell on him. I mean, I can try to stabilize him. With he's stable. He's you wait stable. an hour or so, he'll he'll wake up with a hit point on his own. Let's just wait. Okay. I could try to. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my um, okay. lap pit. Well, in, in is the captain still proceeding on our trajectory? She is. Yeah. Okay. Could I have uh, the dung beetle roll him around? You can all have a short rest as the hour passes. I'm guessing your dung beetle disappears. Yeah, short rest. Yeah, because it's an hour. That's lame. So if I hit short rest, what does that do? It it doesn't it doesn't bring my key points back, which it's supposed to. But um. Maybe it's it do all hit the short rest things. Mine I think it do shit. Might change hit dice. Not much. Not much happens for short rest for people who aren't like fighters. fighters. Yeah. All right. Because uh, you got to like, spend your hit dice manually and all that. Fighters and warlocks. Yeah. Oh, can I ask a question while everyone's short resting? Um, if I wanted to add a weapon to my weapon list that, and also have it have the damage type correct and everything, like. Do I need to drag it from the compendium yeah. like I would with spell? Or Yeah, you need or... to drag it. But if it's a weapon you don't already have, you have to find somewhere to buy it first. Well, I was retroactively going to say that I had started with it because we had all the gold. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But... Yeah. Or you can wait. I mean, you got some, well. What, what kind of weapon are you wanting? I, I was thinking, because it, like, it started me out with darts. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about range. And I was thinking, when I can, I'm proficient with simple weapons, so I was going to go to a short bow. I think that's a better ranged weapon. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You just drag it over there. Okay, so eventually this guy wakes up and he tells you, he's like, My name is Lieutenant Jailer. After I pull my gangly out of his mouth, he tells us. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Proceed. It's like, uh, now that your plasmoid has finished raping me. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I've still got my ganglia wrapped around his nuts. Oh, we haven't even begun the interrogation, Oh, I'm going yeah, to squeeze if I don't like what he says. He's not our plasmoid. We're all our own people here. All right. Uh, what, are you, what are you saying to him? He, he tells you his, his name is Lieutenant Jalen. All right, I'll give him my name and rank. All right. He tells you he's Lieutenant Jalen of the Xerixian Empire. All right. Uh, mm. So we should know that, I guess. The Xerixian uh, Empire. I don't think any of you know it. I know of it now. There's the way you spell it. An empire. Yes. Well, I think we're all your colonists. What did you do to the planet? With the seeds and the vines? We did as we were ordered. The Emperor Zavon, X-A-V-A-N, ordered us to drop the astral seeds upon your home world. Seeds. It's disgusting. 
shrugs. What does it do? What do um, the seeds do? Let's see. The the they turn they hatch vines and astral blights. Those feed on your planet's energy, and that of the flora and fauna until the world is a dead husk. The process uh, takes several months, and when it's done, the energy is then transmitted magically in a single burst to our home world and to our yes. star to keep it moving to keep it lit. Nasty trick. How do you stop it? It cannot be stopped. Hmm. Is that what they told you in Ass Elf school, or are you just guessing? Yes, that's what they told us in Astral Elven school, yes. The process, once the vines have, have hatched and germinated, the process cannot be stopped. Oh, well, it wasn't that fun of a place anyway. <laughs> it was a silly place. <laughs> Why did you pick that planet? Uh, it was chosen by the Emperor and his and his uh, generals. Commander Vale, V-A-E-L, is the one in charge of the system here. Most of them have already returned to Zerixa space, but the Dark Star... My ship was left behind to monitor the Astral Seed's progress. How long ago were they dropped? Several months ago. Actually, no, that was like uh, several days ago. You guys remember uh, hearing rumors while you were in town of falling stars hitting all over the countryside several days before uh, the vines erupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. That's supposed to be all's home world. Like that's the whole point of this. It's like you know, you oh, should feel okay. bad. You should feel bad that your home planet is being destroyed. Oh, okay. Didn't realize this was like a one of those. I don't have a home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know none of you have a home. I get it. You were all, all orphans. <laughs> it's in my bio. I thought I was on this planet doing big game hunting and yeah. know, bounties and stuff. Yeah. I conquered my home. It's the best from there, but uh, he, he already... understands their reasoning. You know, you you must do good, whatever you can to fight entropy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like the best uh, big game hunting place you've ever found. Ah, mustard, you bastards! And <laughs> you'd only you only bagged three of the forty-seven animals you would identify there that you wanted to get. Ah, this is unacceptable. <laughs> Where can I find this veil? You were, yeah, you were there to big to bag the big forty-seven. How am I supposed to conquer this planet if it's destroyed in a dead husk? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's unacceptable. Just, just kind of shrugs. And there's no way I can distribute my mountain whacker mead if <laughs> that place doesn't exist. Star whacker, star whacker mead. <laughs> it's just, it's monkey whacker mead. It doesn't matter how you, what other name you give it. Oh wow, Mon- monkey whacker! <laughs> yeah, there, what's, what's on hey. the label? <laughs> it's a, it's a monkey holding a banana. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> it's <laughs> banana beer. That's that nope. flavor is banana. I promise. That's what it says in the back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh God.
Yeah, right. I mean, I can ask him um, what is their um, protocol. Uh, Zurex a space. And where's Vale now? Uh, headed back, I believe. Most of the fleet had already left. Is it common for your uh, your kind to leave people behind? Uh, to monitor the progress of the vines until we're sure that they... No, I meant while they're wounded and getting their ass kicked. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, eventually someone will come for me and destroy you and yours. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Although, so if you're missing all they, your limbs, will they still want you? They, they may think that I'm dead. But if they If they saw you... He looks over at the captain who's like burned. If they saw you burning my captain, they may have thought you were going to do the same to me. Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> You're like, he wouldn't talk, so we burned. <laughs> he wasn't as forthcoming with information. Um, no, it, it, you could take off my arms and legs, I suppose. Our artificers could give me uh, armor that would serve the same functions. Fair. I guess we could strip you down and make you walk the plank. It's rocks. <laughs> How long can you breathe? As long as there's air. We could jettison him. That'd be fun. Yeah, you could. You guys could do that. Or you could. Uh, the captain told you while well, you were waiting for him to wake up that you could turn him over to the authorities at the Rock of Brawl and they would hold him in prison there. <clears throat> Yeah, according to, I say according, we pick them apart piece by piece. According to their laws, that would be it's basically a piracy. What they try to do, you know, take you guys out. So yeah, be take out a whole world too. I mean, we can give them to the Gus Gus. There's got to be a way to stop this thing. All right. Uh, well, uh, so uh, Elena, uh, Elena, kind of waves you guys over to talk to you out of earshot of the elf. Mm. Oh, excuse us. Um, she says. She says. Well, uh, I, I haven't heard of them before, but I'm sure someone at the Rock will have heard of them. Um, there's a. Uh, <clears throat> I, I imagine that they're the ones that caused the trouble. Of course, even before he told us. Um, I have a contact. He's a gift named Commodore Crux on the Rock. Oh. Uh, but uh, and he he can figure out information like this. He might be able to give you more info and even like, tell you how to get to them and maybe even find information about stopping this whole thing. This is a a significant lead. Thank you, Captain. Sure. Do it. Uh, plus, you know, I like gifts. They're good people. Yes, and, and some of them are decent shots. <laughs> Most of the ones I've met are are pretty good. Not as good as me with a dagger, but pretty good shots. All right. Um, so, so this place is called the Rock of what? Brawl. B-R-A-L. That's okay. basically her home, like her home base. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, so you can all get... Uh, a long rest because it's going to be two days 
on the way there. So you can all get long rest, reset anything you need to reset, uh, hit points, hit dice, spells, etc. Uh, I hit long rest and it reset my hit dice and spells. It did nothing for me. My button did not work. Hmm. Yeah, normally it works. For um, long rest does. So did you guys want me to switch out for the rail gun or the, uh, the heal bot? Mm, what do you think? Railgun dam usually damage outpaces healing, but that's true. I'd say uh, the stats. Do what you do what you feel like. Maybe All right. Do whatever sounds the most fun to Torx. Rafe. All right, and so that is my uh, that is my ranged attack friend experimental. <laughs> right. All right. Well, um, so the next couple of days go by okay. There, you know, there's over 60 people on this ship, and you just add another mouth sort of to feed, I guess. Or do you guys actually execute this elf? Uh, yeah, we can turn him over. I would want to turn him over. The directives would demand it. Okay. All right. So you kind of keep him locked up in the interim. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, so. the third morning, Cap Captain Sartell tells you. You'll arrive in about eight or nine hours. Everyone start, starts like packing up their stuff and getting ready. Up their stuff. Uh, you're about six hours away when the mm -hmm. ship slows unexpectedly. Around you, on all sides, colossal chunks of rock float in the void. Some of them are overgrown with vegetation, while others are bare stone. Creatures resembling jellyfish and rays glide through the spaces between them. Captain Sartell looks about uneasily. Hmm. Plenty of places for pirates to hide. As if on cue, a vessel lurking behind a nearby asteroid comes into view. Its enormous spiral shell merges with an open bow, beneath which long tentacles wave as if caught in invisible current. Sartell sucks her breath in through her teeth and whispers her next words. Mind flayers. And that's the end of the chapter. That's right. That's the end of the chapter, so we'll stop there for tonight. Oh, how fast is this damn ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not super duper fast, apparently. It wasn't apparently faster not. than wasn't faster than the uh Astral Elves anyway. So we take the fight <clears throat> to them. I got a grappling hook. <laughs> oh well yeah, then we'll be fine. Yeah. Got a grappling hook and a bad attitude. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Should have went ahead and off the top mast. That's true. I should have went ahead and summoned my uh, army of gorillas. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll stop <sighs> there for the night. Bye, Craig. Hey, Craig. Craig.